2: Hey, everyone, and welcome to Real Life, Real Crime Daily for Friday, May 26th. And I'm
1: Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Hey guys. hey, guys. Hey, hey. Hey, guys. Starting off this morning with a little good news and a little bad news. Lay it on us. The good news Turtle Man is not dead. So I, saw is good news. I saw that goodness turtle people Man is are very dead. passionate about terrible Tur- mike fucked up Turtleman is not dead Turtleman uh had a limb of a tree hit him in 2022 yeah. and uh caused some pretty serious injuries and lots of rumors ran around the internet of uh about him dying but he did not die he has recovered don't know why we're not seeing him on Television or featured film, being the gifted actor that he is, but oh, okay. uh, but he hopefully he will talent. he will make another appearance. The bad news: Tina Turner is no longer. We lost it's Tina Turner's legs ever yesterday. Yeah, she she was she looked eternally young. I mean, she was uh, in amazing I, shape her entire life. So, I
3: had her forty five private dancer. Yeah, private dance. Yes, answer for money. Yeah, uh, I, I, do what
2: you want me to do. That was before I knew about strip What was clubs. the song from? Uh, <laughs> uh, Mike Turner the, used to I beat the to beat shit out of yeah.
1: God dang man, that the, movie was unreal. From the Mel Gibson movie, the like apocalyptic. Gibson hey, hey, movie. Yeah, uh, Mad Max, Mad Max movie. Well, I can't. Remember. We don't need another hero or something. Was, is that. that yeah, that was a, yeah. My favorite. Uh, I I uh, also owe a. Uh, a thank you to all of those people who praised us for getting in front of the Meghan and Harry bullshit story <laughs> about their near catastrophic car chase through New York City. Uh, virtually every news outlet on the planet has now validated our position. We were out there before anyone. And I just want to thank Woody for being bold enough to demand that we cover <laughs> oh, that shit, story. I'm sorry. Excuse me. So thank you, Woody.
2: All right. We're going to get into the to the news now, the crime news for today. And, wow, hey, crazy. Can I interrupt real quick? Boom. All right, so <laughs> That's
3: sorry. an early interruption. It's an early interruption, but, that, y'all, this is important. And you know we support Corporal Sean Kelly and his family, right? Yes. So I got a request in from a, a lifer. And they have a, a new event that's coming up for him on Saturday, June the 3rd. So I think it's early enough. We can get it out there. But they asked us to promote it, and we know we're going to promote it. So on Saturday, June 3rd, 2023, at, from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. at 941 Government Street, Denham Springs, Louisiana, mm-hmm. they're having an event, the Bayou Gunslingers, DJ K-Jack, and Swamp Donkeys um, there'll be It's a fundraiser Benefit for Corporal Sean Kelly of the Denver Springs Police Department Who was critically injured in the line of duty on May 11, 2023 There'll be a $5 admission fee They'll be selling plate lunches Including but not limited to, to Gemma Live, Pasta Live, Barbecue Chicken Plates For $10 a piece There'll also be live music from a few Popular local bands including the Clifton Brown Band Very good Lance Woolley from the Hog Leg Band And Am- Ampersand along with DJ Cack, and we'll also be having Kelly Stone performing the national anthem. There'll also be a dunk tank, bounce house, snowballs, face painting, and much more throughout the day. There'll be door prizes and live auctions, giving some amazing items. We'd like to see everyone there for a great cause. There will be a designated seating area for law enforcement partners and their families, bringing chairs and families and plan on having a great time. Again, for a great cause. And all proceeds, even from the vendors, will be donated to Corporal Kelly and his family. Amen. Very good. So y'all, give me, y'all go out there and Are, are and the, are the it, we'll
1: swamp donkeys a band? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, they, got, lot of, they got a lot of good, bands like, yeah, uh, at yeah.
3: that. Uh, That's uh, it's a great cause. And, and I can promise you this. If I'm available, I will be there.
2: Um So y'all come see us. A Ponchatoula man accused of shooting three siblings during a family disputed trailer park was captured and arrested after fleeing into a wooded area. Casey Halliford. Who is 31 was booked with three counts of attempted first degree murder after the triple shooting, as well as the illegal discharge of a weapon. Of the three siblings that were shot, the Office of Holy Family Catholic Church in Port Allen says that Casey Halliford's brother, Ryan, is the former pastor and that he is on life support in right, ICU. So he shot a priest? Shot a priest who was his brother. He's going straight to hell. Yeah, Ryan Haliford is the current executive director of mission integration at Saint Joseph's Academy in oh, Baton Rouge, yeah. That's which where is where
3: my uh, nieces and nephews.
2: Yeah, if you're not me if not you're not from school, this area, yeah. that is the premier girl school, girl school yeah. in, in the state, probably. Yeah. Uh, a Ponchatoula woman who fled with Haliford, who was nineteen year old Ariane Williams, also was arrested on three counts of principal. To first degree murder. Now Louisiana Revised Statute fourteen twenty seven. Same thing. She might as well. That's right. If 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 uh, if a principal simply means that you are as guilty as the person who pulled the trigger. Absolutely. Uh, The sheriff's office said deputies responded to reports of a shooting shortly after eleven a.m. at a trailer park on South Range Road in Ponchatoula. A caller reported hearing fifteen gunshots and said a wounded man was lying on the road. Investigators said they learned during an argument with his family members that Halliford retrieved the gun from his bedroom and shot one of his siblings, then chased the other two in the bedrooms and shot them, too. Besides Father Halliford, the other two victims were treated and released from the hospital. The identities of the victims and the nature of the wounds have not been disclosed. The Tangipahoa Parish Sheriff's Office also did not explain Williams' relationship to Alford or the role she is accused of playing in the shooting and escape from the scene, but said both suspects were captured after a K nine team began searching for them in the woods.
3: Wow, yeah, doggies. That's you know it's pretty close to home for us and in Mole Grounds Hammond and of course Ponchatoula and all that. Uh, and yes, we said in the words correctly, Tangipahoa Parish Sheriff's Office, Ponchatoula. You can't. I pass the sign
1: for like. Tangipawa Parish every time. Is, you can't even say it. I'm, say it I'm on the 55. i yeah, I'm, like me on I'm holding. Mishishism. I'm holding back <laughs> my uh, pronunciations for this setup that you guys have okay. planned for later in this episode. So you I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to pronounce. We should have just did a do, 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 do. Cajun, alert news and then Cajun the stuff for you guys there. until then.
3: <laughs> well, I hate to hear that. Uh, another tragic shooting, and it's crazy. I don't understand. Yeah, you shoot we'll, a priest. We'll, we'll that's, hear more that's, about uh, Yeah. That's I mean, pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they were all doing in trailer park, but I guess we'll find out. And uh, Anyway. so Not good, not um, good, not good. Take it to another one. And this one's a little bit crazy. Uh, in Kentucky, guy shot his roommate. Right. Mm-hmm. That happens. I mean, yeah. you know, people shoot each other or the, and stab each other, or whatever. And the roommates, sometimes I, I say, there's no quicker way to kill a friendship than to become roommates. Yeah. Then you find out who's eating whose food out of the ice box or not, you know, stealing their clothes or whatever. Well, this guy is behind bars um, after authorities claim he shot his roommate. Okay. Well, you ask, well, why did he shoot him? Why? He shot him because he ate the, victim, the victim's last hot pocket. He deserved it. Oh, that's I mean, justifiable I mean, homicide. The, the victim ate his last hot yeah, pocket. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's justifiable homicide. Right? So I don't know about that. I had a murder, Depending on the I had flavor. A murder one time where a deaf-mute guy um, uh, shot his brother for eating the last mayonnaise sandwich. But anyway, Clifton E. Williams, 64 Louisville, was arrested Sunday on one count of assault for the shooting that wounded his roommate during an alleged argument over the microwavable food item it being the hot <laughs> pocket, y'all. Williams became upset when he learned his roommate had apparently eaten the last hot pocket and started throwing tiles at him. The roommate reportedly tried to leave, but then Williams went back inside the shared home, grabbed a gun, and shot his roommate in the ass mm. <laughs> ah, right where it need to be yeah, yeah. The, the roommate told investigators he sought help a few blocks away i guess he could run with that bullet in his ass um police said the unidentified victim was taken to the university hospital where he was treated for non-life-threatening injuries williams who was arraigned on assault charge monday morning was ordered to have no contact with his roommate and not to possess any firearms or other weapons or eat hot pockets now i just had that part the Nestle company, the maker of Hot Pockets, has just announced a new what would you do for a Hot Pocket promotion where consumers can post their videos showing what they'd do for a Hot Pocket to win a year's <laughs> supply of these tasty treats. Rumor has it Clifton has already submitted his entry. And I yeah. and I bet he wins. I bet he wins. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean, it's pretty. pretty I won't even enter real. now. I you was like, thinking about jumping in there. You like but Hot Pockets? I love Hot Pockets. Yeah, I've only had them a couple times. They come with a little white sleeve on it. Is that the, that's, that's right. Hot Pocket? Yeah. Lots of different products. flavors now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That as good. pepperoni. Not as good as Hello pe- Fresh. And ham and cheese. Not as good as Hello Fresh. And bloody Angola 16. Yeah, that's 16 right. No, meals. I did those
1: uh, flautas the other night. Have you guys had those got, yet? Yeah, yes. My wife
3: will ride your I ass about like how sweet. you said that.
1: What, flutas? what Anytime flautas? Anytime I say fajitas
3: flautas. or flautas, anything like that, Ooh. my wife comes back with it. What's the right? I have no flautas. idea.
1: It's flautas.
3: I say it the way I say it.
1: Okay, well, I, I almost See, so I've been in training for you, I've been
3: training for your shit for years. I almost night.
1: got in a punch out with the uh voice activated thing in Rosetta Stone last night over, oh, the, yeah, over a, a pronunciation of an Italian word. That, a, did you type it in because I wasn't here
3: for that episode? And thank you all for covering it. The the, uh, the when you said you asked for English, did you say the king's English because it used to be the queen's English, she be but she'd be dead. And now it's the King's English. <laughs> I
1: don't think there's a, there's a
3: form of, uh, uh that's because you don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll go with we'll that. We'll find one. out in Rosetta
1: Stone. What do you think the most popular flavor of Hot Pockets? Is? Ham, and is that, no ham and cheese. I know. Ham and cheese. I think no, I mean, pepper, like, right? I'm going to have to look at that. It must but, have been uh, really draw. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I think that's completely justifiable. That guy's going to get off. Let's go to Florida. Florida. Sunny, Florida. To Florida, to Indian River County in Florida, where law enforcement officials foiled a major escape plan from a millionaire who's housed in a prison down there. Huh. El Chapo? It was not El Chapo. Um, at least I don't, I don't think he goes by El Chapo. Um, they got a... Uh, they got a warning from somewhere. They got a little a little whisper that an inmate at the county jail by the name of John Mancheck, who's seventy-eight years old, was working on a plan to escape custody. Now, Mancheck is kind of a unique prisoner because he's a rich guy. Yeah. Like he's like Mike. As in <laughs> No, no, no. No, he's a like he's Mike. a real rich guy. So uh He got arrested in back in 2014 on child pornography charges, and uh, and so he's been um, he's kind of like the poor man's Jeffrey Epstein, this guy. But he still got pretty rich being the poor man's Jeffrey Epstein. So while uh, while in jail, he met a guy by the name of Byron Harvey, another guy by the name of Kerry Shepherd, and. Harvey was allegedly placed on Manchek's payrolls. Again, multi-millionaire. So investigators learned that Manchek paid Harvey's bond so that he could be released. He also paid Shepard uh, another way because he was already released. So they could plan this escape from the outside. Right. Um, so they can go to Waffle House. So there are uh-huh. two, I don't think these people were headed to the Waffle House. Uh, uh, two other folks were also listed as co-conspirators that were also employees of a company controlled by uh, Manchek, which is called Arrow Shade. According to the sheriff's office, Manchek planned to put his escape plan into action with a scheduled doctor's appointment. So he would, uh, he would mm-hmm. need to go to the doctor. They would have to take him uh, uh, out of the prison. And, uh, uh, and once he was on his way out of the jail, Shepard was allegedly going to notify Harvey and the co-conspirators plan included intercepting the transport vehicle as it arrived at the medical facility with Harvey and another person assaulting the corrections department deputies, freeing Manchek, and then fleeing to an undisclosed location. The team planned to use several vehicles during the escape, including a truck and a van, all paid for by Manchek. The the final plan was to flee to France. Mm. Where Manchek owns a castle called Chateau de Petrigal,
3: which we Sounds have a, a lovely pedophile. We
1: yeah. have a lovely, yeah, Chateau de Pet. Well, I if he's pedophile. got some castle,
3: he might be as, as rich as uh,
1: Epstein. No, yeah, Epstein's uh, townhouse is nicer than this castle, in my opinion, yeah. but well, okay. um, uh, but still it's still a castle, uh, yeah. But you know, if you're that rich and you have a castle like this.
2: It might show in a castle. You know, you, you, yeah. you might. Uh,
1: we'll sh- show you this castle, but you might choose a little bit more wisely on your accomplices. I think, but <laughs> but I don't. I don't know. I mean, it seems like he had the the to money to go I a little imagine bit how heavier is, on yeah. uh, on his uh, on his accomplices. So. Uh, After more than a two-month investigation, detectives were able to stop the escape plan. So now Manchek and the others face charges in connection to conspiring the escape plan. Manchek was charged with attempted escape, is being held on $250,000 bond. Harvey was charged with criminal conspiracy, and unlawful use of two-way communication. His bond was set at $150,000. DeMoya, the other two were, were obviously also uh, Charged. This guy had a G five waiting at the airport, right. and Shit, he's got uh, some money. So he had this. Uh, actually, it. seems like a really solid plan here. Right. Um, and uh, France probably wouldn't have extradited him yeah, to we've... the U.S. A- he, he could be living happily back in his castle. But there was a rat somewhere. We don't know who the rat was. Yeah. But somebody ratted uh, out this plan. Otherwise. Uh, It seems like uh, they might have. The officers might have been unprepared for this.
3: You're right. Uh, He's not as
1: rich as you because you have a G7, right? He has a G5 waiting on him. I have a car. I don't believe it's a G7. And uh, and I only fly Frontier because I can bring my yeah, emotional radar. support uh, snake yeah, yeah. on board <laughs> with me.
3: Uh, that was a good story <laughs> I did the other day with that. I saw the video where that dude whipped that dude's yeah. ass with a snake in the street,
2: slinging that before. thing, man. laying down the cruelty m- to a python. Right. It was indeed. All right, a Maryland father has died after sustaining life-ending injury. Boom. After sustaining life-ending injuries while defending his children after a schoolyard fight, took a dark turn. Christopher so Wright.
3: Yes, read this guy.
2: Yeah, Christopher Wright, 43, met two adults and three teens who approached his home on Friday around 5 p.m. and assaulted him when Wright refused to let them speak with his fiance's son. The boy, 14, had gotten in a fight at middle school with another teen. And they wanted to continue the fight after school, but Wright told them he was not going to let them fight with the boy. His fiance, Tracy Karabshinsky, said, <laughs> hey, I like that, said that the suspects had turned their attention on Wright, telling him that if the boy would not fight, they would fight with him instead. Police responded. So it's class, right? Yeah. Police responded to calls of an assault and arrived on the scene shortly after 5 p.m. that day to find Wright had already received treatment from county fire department personnel. Responders then rushed Wright to a local trauma center for treatment, and he had life-threatening injuries. He succumbed to those injuries and died about 9.45 p.m. Saturday and was pronounced dead at the hospital. His cause of death was listed as traumatic brain injury. (sighs) Yes, indeed. Police said they are treating the incident as a homicide. It is. Duh, a homicide, And have asked anyone with information to contact them. Uh, the police said anyone who assisted or abetted or was an accomplice of the main suspect or the primary suspect will be culpable. Just looking at the damage that wasn't punching that did that. Not just punching. Tracy said. Like, there's no way that punching did that. The damage was done before the ambulance ever took him away. He had a seizure. It was done. She added, "There was nothing the hospital could do." Yeah. Well, so right. this guy's de- de- basically doesn't want his kid to fight anymore. The, the where he screwed up was he said, "You know, y'all right. fight me, not him." Yeah. Yeah. Well, shut the door, what? man. Go Indeed. inside and watch Fame with you, this and don't is, worry about this it. This is a um, exactly
3: why I own firearms. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not fighting five people or however many people.
2: If you're gonna shove my house and try to get my kids' shit, you're gonna spring a leak. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, uh, there's a there's another podcast with a Navy SEAL that I watch, and his best advice for any fight, if it's one on one, whatever is run exactly. the so oldest,
1: oldest defense,
3: just oldest. And, and he's a Navy SEAL. He probably kill half of man. a man
1: or put the fucking gloves on, at, and don't write me on this, but fight club at school again put the gloves on go to your separate corners fight it out best person win and that's it and it's over I, nothing when I, when where anybody yeah. can get fucking killed when I was
3: a kid not worth it the, um, I mean like a kid probably 11 10 9 years old whatever if I got into this fight and even if I got my ass whooped, it was okay as long as I didn't back out of the fight. Right, mm. My dad beat my ass if I came Yeah, but back
2: then out. they didn't shoot Right, you right,
3: right, right, right. As, and as now, nowadays. as The whole fucking family's coming after this, dude, this 14-year-old. Yeah. And you, the 14-year-old That's probably crazy. got the best of them in a straight-up fight, and now they're like, oh,
1: shit, we're going to go in there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, whatever.
1: Well, uh, and what did the, the school do about any of this? Uh,
2: well, it, all of this, this aspect of it happened after the fact, you know, this was at the guy's house. So, uh, but he's saying a right, 14 but, year old but, got in a fight. It, but if school, this happened
1: yeah. in school, then you you de escalate by calling in the parents mm-hmm. and having a discussion with everyone there about what happened. And then you put the gloves on them, put them in a, a, a ring and let them yeah. have at it and declare somebody the winner. Uh, I don't know. Don't get it, but hey. All right, guys. We've never had an intervention on the show, but we're going to have one right now. And this applies to both of you guys, but perhaps a bit more to Mr. Overton. Mm, Must be alcohol. Well, you know, neither of you guys are 25 anymore, and sometimes you need to take a break away from the alcohol. Oh, boy. So I want to talk to you about a healthy alternative to alcohol that can be just the right fix after a stressful day. You know, Woody, like a day after 10 crazies from Wisconsin come into town to kill a 1,000 wild boars, and you idiots end up killing a 1,000 shiner box at the same time. That's going to happen. <laughs> well, I know it is. And so I want to tell you about a product called Recess Mood. Mm. Think about it. Even the name sounds relaxing. Recess Mood is a delicious sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens, So you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. Now, while Jim is looking up the meaning of adaptogens, I'll continue on. Real Life Real Crime and The Daily Show listeners get 15% off the Recess Mood Sampler Pack at takearecess.com slash R-L-R-C. That's takearecess.com slash R-L-R-C. You can enjoy Recess Mood after a busy day or whatever you need to relax and unwind. Recess Mood is made with real fruit and comes in four delicious flavors like strawberry rose and raspberry lemon. Mm. Those sound yummy? Yeah. It's only got 20 calories. Doesn't have any sugar in it. So I don't know if you've ever had guilt, Woody. But if you do, Recess Mood could help you get rid of it. Guilt, but I've had the pain
3: of not having recess.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash RLRC and get 15% off a Recess Mood sampler pack. It's your go-to alcohol replacement.
4: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
3: I'm going to bring y'all an update on the story we brought y'all first last week. Uh, This is crazy when y'all, I was listening to it again this weekend, it's just absolutely crazy. New New Mexico police released a photo of the note found on the body of an 18-year-old Bo Wilson, who authorities say shot and killed three elderly women. The grandmas, yeah, the 97 uh, at random before deliberately taking off his bulletproof vest and ultimately getting killed by the responding officer. Um, Farmerton Police Department also revealed that Wilson had amassed a cache of weapons and ammunition at the home he shared with his father. Law enforcement found approximately 1,400 rounds of ammo stored as well as 10 other firearms of varying caliber scattered throughout the home. These weapons, successful to Wilson, did not belong to him. Police also revealed that although Wilson had been wearing a bulletproof vest, when he first opened fire from his home, he deliberately removed the vest prior to his encounter with with the police and as he was walking down the street towards the church. At the press conference, the police chief said that Wilson had been wearing what appeared to be a modified vest with steel plates that had a note uh, found in the pocket. Do y'all know about the steel plates and the vest? That's for high ballistic rounds, like rifle rounds hmm. the re, you know you have a regular bulletproof vest which can stand, sustain up to a, a pistol round but, but the, I know that from the SWAT you have put those plates are like 20 fucking pounds each so I don't know where he got that, uh, that from anyway but um. so he'd been wearing the modified vest and he had a note found in the pocket handwritten in green lettering the message said if you're reading this I'm the end of the chapter. Uh-oh. Lay eyes or dear. Put a finger on my little sister. I promise there will be regrets. The note added. At the onset of the rampage, police say Wilson fired at least 176 rounds from an AR uh, rifle just outside his home from the front porch area, but quickly dropped that weapon into some bushes, even though it still held more live ammunition. 176 rounds, 40-round magazine. Three four, five so clips, right? That's, that's, so he's firing, dropping them and reloading. Yeah. So that's, that's a long time. And now. hit
1: a bunch of houses. Right? Uh, that, uh,
3: yeah. And then he continued firing two pistols, discarding a 22 caliber gun, and then depleting rounds from a nine millimeter handgun, which is probably about 16, 15 in the mag and one in the chamber. Then the final shootout with police during which he left at least 18 rounds. Uh, Authorities said it appears that he shot indiscriminately at vehicles and bullets, struck 11 of them along with seven homes. Um, slain by the shooter were longtime time resident residents Gwendolyn Schofield and 97, or 73-year-old daughter Melody, um, Ivy, and 79-year-old Shirley, but um, boy, Police are probing Wilson's access to weapons, concerns about his prior mental health, and efforts are underway to subpoena medical and school records that might shed light on the issues. Truly crazy story. I mean, most people don't live to get to be that old.
1: What, what did the uh, what did the second part of his note say about Said, his sister?
3: Uh, um, lay eyes or deer? Put a or it must be dare. dare yeah. Maybe he probably misspelled it. Put a finger on my little sister, and I promise because he's misspelled promise to him, there will be regrets. And they said, So maybe someone So there's some
1: kind of retaliation yeah, for probably something somebody, that happened to his sister. Probably, somebody kissed his sister. Mm, mm, oh my God, all the crazy people. As your international correspondent, it's time to it. leave the shores of the United States.
3: It get row.
1: This time we're going down under. Oh yeah,
3: hey, I'm down. With my people down. Good day, Mike. Well, real down life, down real down crime. There. I think that's our second or third leading country. Second,
2: uh, third is it
3: third? Canada, Canada. Yeah, and second. then and then, then the Aussie UK. And UK. Yeah. So you know, Australia was was a penal colony. That's yeah. How I got founded? Did you know that?
1: A penal mm-hmm. penal colony. It's
3: where mm-hmm. they put all the prisoners. The England England shipped all their indentured service and prisoners to Australia. And it was basically a big fucking prison. That's a long way to send Uh, them. Well, you got to get rid of your people. Fidel Castro shipped them all to the United States. (laughs) uh, But it was a penal colony. But, I mean, that's that's why I believe we have so many fans down under. Because it's in their roots, right? Crime.
1: Ah, okay. It's in their roots. And fighting crime is in their roots, right? Uh, Oh, the Aussie police? I mean, fighting crimes in there. Yeah. Who would you, you know say?
3: They don't, don't allow firearms. So you have to get like
1: a really special register. Well, we're going to talk weapon. a little bit about Aussie weapons that uh-huh. the police use. But uh, who's the toughest cop you ever knew in, in the U.S.? If I say, is there one name that pops up as the toughest guy ever? Kearney Foster. Okay. Really? That dude was
3: just...
2: No kid. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to talk. He was
3: my bishop. You know what a bishop is? Shout out to oh. Um Or a rabbi. He's, the, he's the, passed the, now. Yeah, he passed. Yeah. He died during COVID. The, um, I know what polishing the bishop is. Yeah, I know what burping the worm Burping the worm See? is. So a bishop or a rabbi is someone who takes you under their wing, takes a, a rookie under their wing and, and brings them up. So a mentor. Yeah, basically. Yeah.
1: Okay. So as tough a guy as he was. We're going down under, and so everything is inverted. I have found an officer who's the biggest pussy on the planet. (laughs) And you're that
3: was a guy that hit the school shooting. Mm -hmm. A school resource officer. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's
1: close. Yeah, it's close. So let's 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 go down under and let's find out about a 95 year old Aussie woman who was tasered. 95 years years old. old. Her name Claire Nolan. Police responded to reports that she was wandering around the home with a steak knife, a steak knife, at about 4 p.m. on Wednesday. Miss Nolan lived in a care home in the town of Kuma, which is about 70 miles from Canberra, which is uh, Australia's capital city. It's inland, though. Police said Nolan was armed with that steak knife. And on Friday, they confirmed that she required a walker to move. Oh, my God. So we have a 95-year-old woman with a steak knife on a walker. But the officer discharged his taser after she began approaching him, quote, at a slow pace. New South Wales police said she died. Surrounded by family and loved ones. The officer who tasered Miss Noland has been charged with assault. The thirty-three year old senior constable who fired the taser, who is a distant cousin of Prince Harry. Uh, well no, he's not a distant cousin, uh, cousin of Prince Harry, but he will face is, he will then, face yeah. court in early July on charges of recklessly causing grievous bodily harm, assault. Occasioning actual bodily harm and common assault, he remains suspended from duty uh, with pay while investigations continue with pay. Yeah. Miss uh, Nolan that's uh, officially a vacation. There, there's a picture of Mrs. Nolan. <laughs> lovely sad. Mrs. Nolan. I sad. Okay, I who, can't
2: believe that. Who oh, suffered
1: wait. a fractured skull and serious. Uh, brain bleed after falling and hitting her head after she was tasered. It has prompted calls for state parliamentary <sighs> inquiry and the release of police body cam vision of the confrontation. Can't wait to see that body cam video oh, on God, that this one.
2: So As you
3: should. Lots of tough two,
1: Aussies out there. This cop was
3: two, not one. Two kinds of cops. The ones that need the badge feel like the man, a man and the ones who do it because they love it. I've seen cops. This guy evidently is a little bitch. Uh, although you have a twenty-one foot rule in with knives. If someone gets within twenty-one feet of you, you can't use deadly force. I'm sure this guy thinking he wasn't using deadly force. Steak could, knife. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, and, and she's on a walker. It's not like she's going to bum rush him, right? But I mean, he did what he did because he's a little bitch. Yeah,
2: and big bitch. Yeah, that's just stupid. And on another note, Billy is going to be offended that you didn't say he was the toughest cop you ever knew. <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
3: I've, and that, and I was the toughest cop I ever knew. If <laughs> go you want to go on those characteristics, I'm trying to think of people that are older and tougher
2: that I had mad fucking respect that's for. That's pretty him. awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Billy is a pretty badass cop though.
2: Yeah. All right. You know, Woody Everton, every now and then, y'all, Woody has some genius ideas. Oh, he had, he had. had a genius idea that I have to give him mad props for, and that was his mile-high crimes. That's because every,
3: every week we're it. covering some crazy-ass shit on the plane or yeah. the airport,
2: right? So we're going to get a sound for this. Maybe it'll be like, it's, you know, uh, you may now move about the cabin yeah, or what, something Yeah, what's funny that
3: let the mass drop and don't put your own shit on before you
2: put it on your kid or whatever. That's pretty much what I'm saying. So if you have have a good idea for that, send it to us. Email it to us. Uh, So we're going to get into today's Mile High crime segment. A Boston man has been arrested and charged for allegedly attempting to open an emergency exit door. Oh, that's a no-no. That's a no-no. This was on United Airlines, but it gets worse than that, y'all. He then attempted to stab a flight attendant in the neck. Uh, and this was a flight from Los Angeles to Boston. Yeah. Uh, I'm waiting for Mike to say, hey, surprise me we're going to Boston. Uh, France, I bet, I bet it's, it's, Philly. it's Philly. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's Philly. It's Boston, Philly. Boston's I'm okay? Boston, I'm All right. I like Boston. Francisco Torres, 33, was charged with a count of interference and attempted interference with a flight crew And using a dangerous weapon, he was arrested yesterday at Boston Logan International Airport. Uh, Torres was a passenger on that United Airlines flight. And approximately 45 minutes prior to landing, the flight crew received an alarm in the cockpit that a starboard side door located between the first class and coach sections was disarmed. Is, is this Oh, God, he went
3: that far, huh? Okay. This, in this yeah. is in midair?
2: This is in midair, 45 minutes before they landed. Plane on the plane. So the flight attendant, she goes to inspect that, right? Uh, and they, she finds that the door's locking handle had been moved out of the fully locked position
0: mm-hmm.
2: towards the unlocked position and that the emergency slide arming lever had been moved to the disarmed position position Uh she reported this to the captain and the flight crew secured the door a fellow flight attendant reported that he had observed torres near the door and believed that he was affecting it so they're standing there and they're trying to figure out who did this dumbass Uh, yeah exactly so he uh he approaches and asks torres hey man did you did you mess with this door? The flight attendant then notified the captain they believe Torres posed a threat to the aircraft because he's, right.
3: well, he's he's okay. basically looking he, at him yeah. like,
2: yeah, I did. Uh, and she told the captain he needed to land as soon as possible. Shortly thereafter, Torres gets out of his seat, approaches the side door where the two flight attendants were standing. One of the flight attendants sees him mouthing off something that she couldn't hear, but right. she could see from his facial expression it wasn't a nice comment, right? right? Then Torres thrust towards one of the flight attendants in a stabbing motion with a broken metal spoon. I was going to ask you what it was. He hits the flight attendant in the neck area 3 times. What? Oh yeah, God. this is going on during the flight, y'all. Passengers then I was tackled say, Torres. I to beat that oh ass. Yeah. yeah, look, since 9/11 yeah. Yeah. anybody it's jumps on. out of a seat, it's I'm it's swinging. On, right. So uh the passengers they tackle Torres. He gets restrained with the assistance of the flight crew, and he is immediately, obviously, taken into custody upon the upon the flight's arrival to Boston. That's crazy. Yeah. The so,
3: um,
1: what freaking was he trying to take the whole might, maybe plane so. down?
2: Could have been a terrorist act.
1: Yeah. Uh, he yeah, was. Yeah. If he if he was planning on opening he'd that
4: emergency
2: door, exit he, door, he was wanting to kill everybody. Plane. Yeah. yeah. Depressurize. Whatever
3: happened to the? Um, and I used to want to be one. The um, uh, air marshals? Yeah.
2: They, they still, still exist. Around. Yeah. That's crazy. I try to figure out who they are when yeah. I fly. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, you're a freaking right. air marshal.
1: You got the look. <laughs> you got the look. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, I've been reading some stuff where maybe they've been diverted, and they're not exactly. Those marshals aren't exactly. Um, earned, they're, you, yeah. The government's using them a little differently these days.
3: Uh, there's this guy, y'all. He went on Family Feud, and he joked that he regretted marrying his wife. But now he's on trial for murder. Mm. The estranged wife of former family feud contestant suspected of her murder told her sister she feared for her life prior to her death. Timothy W. Balafnik is accused of killing Rebecca Balafnik in her Quincy, Illinois home earlier this year. The pair were going through a divorce at the time of the slain. Leifnick 39 is charged with two counts of first-degree murder and one count of home invasion in connection with Rebecca's death. He has pled not guilty. On Tuesday, witnesses for the prosecution took the stand, including one of Rebecca's sisters, Sarah Riley. Riley testified Rebecca, 41, had previously made it known she was concerned her estranged husband might end up physically hurting her. Riley said Rebecca texted her in September of 2021 if something ever happens to me, make sure the number one person of interest is Tim. I'm putting this in writing that I'm fearful he will somehow harm me. The prosecution also accused Lefnick of conducting a number of disturbing Internet searches. Here we go, y'all. Clear your search history. Around the time of Rebecca's alleged murder, including instructions on how to use a crowbar to open a window. I mean, how, how the fuck have you got to research that? I mean, I'm not mechanical, but I, I can figure <laughs> out how you could get a crowbar to open a window. But in how to make a homemade silencer and local res- police response times.
2: God, people father, get busted right, every time with the re-
3: crowbar searches. on window. Rebecca's father, <laughs> William kind of Possil, screwing a light bulb. Right, yeah, right. found her dead on her bathroom floor after she failed to pick up her three kids from school February 23rd. Two and a half weeks later, Blyfnick was charged with her murder. Prosecutors alleged he used a crowbar to break into Rebecca's second Imagine story. Imagine that. Now, I'm surprised he didn't look out, uh, research how to use a ladder to get to the second story. <laughs> and when he proceeded to shoot her 14 times. Ouch! Wow, nothing exceeds like excess. Blyfnick and some of his family members were previously contestants on the game show Family Feud in an episode aired in 2020. When asked by host C. Harvey, "What's your biggest mistake you made at your wedding?" Blythe replied, "When I said I
2: did." Damn! Not I bet mi- that I bet they got silent after <laughs> that. Did they mu- win, but then
3: it continues. Not my mistake. Not my mistake. I love my wife. I, I'm going to get in trouble for that, aren't I? I said <laughs> <made>. <laughs>
1: Most definitely. He, that, You're episode. screwed, dude. Yeah.
3: Anyway, the trial is continuing, and another dumbass. I'm sorry about. The lady getting killed. Why why do they say he's charged with two counts? They said it's um it's two counts of first degree murder. One count maybe he killed somebody else too. Or...
1: Maybe he murdered that window with the crowbar. Yeah, right.
3: Yeah. Jeez, you're gonna see this idiot getting a ladder to get to the second story window. I need some Crazy. banjos. Uh oh, play it.
1: Dumb criminals. God, I wish that was longer. Love it. (laughs) Dumb criminals for Friday. We're in Michigan where a 20-year-old Michigan man has been charged after allegedly threatening to shoot up Woodhaven High School during a live video on social media. Oh, that's smart. Yes. According to police, Kenny Raymond Larkins made the threat on May 9th while on Instagram Live. Police say Larkins could be seen with and without a hood and a mask on <laughs> okay, oh, really good. <laughs> and appeared to be acting erratically, stating, quote, I can feel it. I am shooting up Woodhaven High School. Jeez. A shelter in place order was put in place throughout the Woodhaven Brownstone School District while authorities investigated. Police were able to quickly identify Larkins in the video, and he was arrested by Van Buren Township Police shortly thereafter. Larkins was arraigned Friday on one count of false report or threat of terrorism, a 20 year felony. He was also indicted on one count of being a complete and total effing idiot. Yeah, yeah. He was issued a $500,000 cash bond and ordered to wear a tether should he be released. Why would you let that guy be released even after you got 500000 I mean, come on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, thank thank God there's a a school shooter that dumb.
3: Um, Yeah. In this day and age, you're going to go on social media and live and say, I'm about to go shoot up a school. Yeah. Yeah. If I was a parent, I'd be waiting there to blow your brains out or beat your ass.
2: Definitely a dumb criminal. Deserves
3: some banjos.
1: Banjo's All right. Was that a doci do you just did? That was a doci do. Doing it
2: down. All right, so we've talked a lot lately about especially the Tigerland area, Baton Rouge, right. and, mm-hmm. and, and all there. the trouble yeah. that that has been taking place there. For those of you that aren't from Louisiana, that's that's LSU uh, area. Just, and it just is outside the gates, down yeah.
3: Nicholson. It's a large um, uh, apartment Community and I had the first one behind the college tiger. apartment. And then Joe. The, then they have the triangle of bars that are there in the front. Yeah,
1: college that's where bars, the whole yeah. Maddie Brooks right business exactly. started.
2: Very popular amongst the students at LSU. So that's popular when I was there. They've had another problem there since the Maddie Brooks stuff went down, and a, a man has been arrested for an alleged rape that happened after a night of drinking in Tigerland. Uh, this was yeah. back in April. This incident occurred. Uh, According to Baton Rouge police, the victim said she met Andrew Andy Lee at Fred's in Tigerland on April 1st. Yeah, everybody around here knows about Fred's. The pair consumed multiple alcoholic beverages and talked throughout the night before leaving at 2 a.m. when the bar closed. The victim told police the next memory she had was waking up in Lee's bed naked and he was attempting to have sex with her. The feed. The victim said when she woke up, she had no memory of going to Lee's home and her vagina felt sore. Oh, Lord. According to arrest records, the victim confronted Lee about trying to have sex with her and Lee told her she was acting crazy and he had no idea what she was talking about. Oh, no. Well, he was arrested on Monday for third-degree rape. And what, do you, what Let's talk about third-degree rape. What is that? That's when a person, basically like uh, Madison... Brooks was because of the, the your condition. You can't, right. You can't refuse it, right? Yeah, um, so obviously she was too drunk and, and probably too roofied yeah, to I mean, submit, I mean, it sounds like, in this case. Yeah, you know, a lot of these
3: cases, the girl could wake up, and they had a boyfriend, and they're like, holy shit. And, then, and I've, I've worked cases like this where, where it's a false complaint, but when she asked this dude, Uh, What are you doing? Or, you know, why is my vagina sore or whatever? And and he's like, "Mm, I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. But she's naked in your bed. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: He probably did that. Right. So, whatever. Um, So, hopefully, Tiger Lane can get their shit together. Well, I mean,
3: I'm pretty sure it's been going on there forever. But it is what it is.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispie Sandwich.
3: When we're talking about the Hot Pockets episode, and I had the guy who murdered his brother for a mayo sandwich. Well, this one is titled, Too Much Mayo Can Kill You. Just ask this Subway worker. Y'all like Subway? I
2: do. I don't go there a whole
3: lot. but When I was living in Tigerland, they used to have a card. I was telling my son about this uh, uh, this weekend. They had the card, every one you bought. They punched mm-hmm. out your thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got ten of them. You got a free six inch sub when you're a starving college student. That was that was like, yeah, you know, the feast. Of what the was your food. favorite when, when I first, sub? I don't even remember. Just any like the meatball. I don't I even don't think they had the meatballs meatball. back then. It's like thirty five years ago.
1: I think I like the I like the Italian. Yeah. It, yeah, Mike's number show. eight or something. Um, when I first saw that, I thought they meant Marta. 'Cause the way that the, yeah. the the first line of that uh, of that story goes, but um there's a bunch of other, you know, Jersey Mike's and these other uh chains out there, but they're all more they've gotten to where they're like $14, 15 bucks for well, a sandwich. It's stupid.
3: Crazy. My, uh, back to our kids thing and why they should go to Hello Fresh and that bloody Angola sixteen. Um I I get the credit cards in, it's twenty nine dollars a subway. I'm like how the fuck can you spend twenty nine dollars at Subway? you get a
1: Hummer after no, that? Well, he's, yeah. I'm
3: sure he's feeding all his fraternity brothers or his girlfriend. <laughs> but anyway, so an Atlanta Subway. Uh At an Atlanta Subway, a worker was shot dead after a customer opened fire following an argument over the amount of mayonnaise on his sandwich. Good Lord! On Sunday night Jesus. at around six thirty, a customer ordered a sandwich at Subway Connect to a gas station, which is prominent now, located in the city's downtown area, erupted into a dispute with one of the employees and opened fire. One employee was fatally wounded, another was sent to the nearby hospital. The owner of the subway said that the disgruntled customer decided to shoot his two employees after they became angry about the amount of mayonnaise on their fast food meal. Believe it or not, it was about, Too much mayonnaise on the sandwich, the owner said. The the store's on-duty manager reportedly returned fire at the suspect, but missed. So the manager's packing. Everybody wants to carry a gun. Everybody wants to scare somebody with a gun. It's scary out here, Mr. Glenn said. Police are still investigating the shooting, reviewing surveillance video, and interviewing witnesses while they actively search for the suspect. The second victim was hospitalized, but has been released.
1: Wow! Too much
3: mayo. Too much mayo. I mean, usually, there's got to be more to it than that, right? Or this guy's just that much of an idiot. They'd be like, mm, "Yeah," because you could from what I hadn't been in years, but you'd say, "I want this, this, and this." And say, what's mayo? Or sure, and maybe they put it on there, and he was like, "That's too much," and they might have been like, "Fuck you, I'll put some more." And then, but that's still not a reason to get shot.
1: No, you go back he and ask him somebody. to remake the sandwich. Yeah,
3: I mean, and and hey, the manager wouldn't have any of it either. He's blasting too. Craziness.
1: God. They're going to need metal detectors at all of these places before, uh, yeah. you know, that people are going to have to Ridiculous. walk through them before they can they can go in. This is a story uh, about a some Brady. boys in mm-hmm. New York, and uh, I am going to give a a little. Um, New York feel and New York experience where uh, I, I suspect some wrongdoing here where uh, it doesn't seem like the authorities believe there was, but a uh, the body of an 11-year-old New York boy who went missing a week ago was found on Saturday morning in the Hudson River. This is two days after the body of his friend was found by police in the Harlem River. Alpha Barry was 11, and Garrett Warren was 13. They were last seen together on surveillance camera after school in Harlem on May the 12th, according to the NYPD. Warren's body was found on Thursday morning in the Harlem River near the Madison Avenue Bridge, which is uh, like close to Yankee Stadium. There, yeah. Um, so you're at the the, the northern tip of. Uh, Uh, of manhattan and uh the harlem river there is just you know you can hit a sand wedge over it's like 80 yards 100 yards um here's what here's what i don't get is i lived there for 40 years nobody goes swimming in the harlem river nobody goes swimming in the east river nobody goes swimming in New York Harbor, not after you did. Nobody goes swimming in the Hudson River unless you're unless you're way, way, way up river away from uh, the city. The currents are, I mean, serious stuff in all of those rivers, and even the the best swimmers are are, are challenged. And kids don't. Swimming there, I
3: thought you were gonna say it's because of pollution.
1: Because after your dirty ass got in the water, oh, that was done. Cleveland when the Cuyahoga River was set uh, on fire. Yeah, um, so they're treating this somehow as accident, like they think these kids uh, drowned—that they just went for a swim and drowned—and I just can't believe. You know, police are saying foul play wasn't suspected, um, and a final cause of death hasn't been declared look, there are all of these crazy people running around New York City. We saw a woman thrown into uh, a subway two days ago who uh, ended up being crippled. As a result, we, obviously, everyone knows the story of uh, the guy who'd been arrested 44 times who uh, unfortunately died as uh, somebody was trying to be a good Samaritan in the subway a week before. There are uh, homeless, there are uh, people who are uh, drug addicts and they've also got all of these uh, uh, illegals who have been brought to New York City um, 30,000 or uh, or so who are spread through hotels around the city something happened to these boys boys don't just go diving in these uh, uh, in the rivers to swim and, and where they're talking about uh, they must have... Been together and it happened together because where the bodies are found is not that far, that far apart. And I'm, I'm telling you, I just, I just don't believe they went. It's for weird. A swim.
3: Huh? It's maybe. It's I mean, it certainly it's gonna be investigated. But if they have,
1: I, if somebody not, just threw them in the water, if somebody you. just tossed them in the water, yeah. they're not gonna know.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's true. It, 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 maybe they couldn't even swim. The. Uh, but I mean it'd be really hard to hold two kids
1: underwater one time and, and drown them unless it was multiple people. Oh no, you wouldn't have to hold them up. All you'd have to do to in the water is that bad is throwing like, throw the in. And Francis to your anyway. to your point, a lot of city kids don't know how to swim. There's there's not a whole lot of public pools, uh and yeah. you know, some families don't you know have the wherewithal to go to the beach. They they may not have been able to swim at all. Don't know. But um I just smell a big rat with that story. all horrible it doesn't,
3: for
2: those families. I can't imagine. it.
1: Well, you know,
2: and and one thing we haven't heard today is... oh yeah, yeah. is uh, to Just out. when I was thinking about the kinkiest hey, of kinky. Yeah, the kinky crime. Kinky
3: crimes for Friday. Hit me with it, Woody. I'm ready to get kinky. kinky.
1: All right, so... You guys want me to leave? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I can go out for a couple of minutes. (laughs) I don't want that. I I don't want that anaconda on film. So, look,
3: in Oklahoma, authorities arrested a guy for digital indecent exposure Hmm. after he sent naked photos of himself to strangers. Hey. Right? I don't really know how that's a crime. Well, let's figure it. it out. The Tulsa Police Department said officers responded to a call from an apartment complex for a report of indecent exposure. Uh Uh-oh. Employees of the apartment complex said the suspect, identified as Stacy Jack Helm, arrived at the complex to apply for an apartment. Mm. So the appointment, let me read this to you again. The employees of the apartment of the complex said the suspect had arrived at the complex to apply for an apartment. Okay, now I get it. While Helm was sitting at the computer filling out the application, employees told officers they received two airdrop notifications, airdrop notifications where another iPhone was attempting to send photos. Uh-oh. Employees said they were curious about the contents and accepted the airdrop request. I bet they were. They told police the airdrop photos were the receiver of Helm, the guy that's applying for the apartment, naked in front of a mirror, as well as photos of his genitalia. (laughs) I mean, unless he's holding his hairy bubble gum. I don't know how it was his. They knew it was his. But Helm was then arrested for indecent exposure. And police recommend that you set your airdroppings, airdrops, to where you can only receive from contacts only. Now, let's think about that. Maybe he... I mean, he had it in his airdrop thing and butt
2: dialed it. it you know, it, a good lawyer could probably get him out yeah, of this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was—it might have been a total accident. Right, right, this dude right, might have right. been as embarrassed they, as they were. But, but they might have been smoke shows. But though, they still have to that.
1: accept it,
2: though. They still yeah. have to accept it, which they did. And look, y'all. Oh,
1: oh well, there you have proof. So I there am going my, my to
2: definitely <laughs>
1: upload this
2: dude's mugshot. Yeah. On the Facebook page. You have to see this guy. I'm I'm
3: thinking if I saw anything from him, I'd...
1: Brad Pitt, he he is is not. Oh, come on. Be fair to the guy. Oh, no.
3: Do you look as him, for one, is (laughs) going to come out? I think this
1: this very good chance that... that they thought it was this guy, we're hoping it was this guy, and that's why they opened but the they said It was him in front
3: of a mirror, and, and then it said it's all his junk, so yeah. You know, the, and uh, you know, sometimes know, that might be sometimes a new, the little head's a lot more attractive than the big head, I get you never, that, right? But hey, it might be a new pickup tactic. Think about it you know, that's like the guys will walk, yeah. the guy walked up the people with the shoes 99 times out of 100, it's not going to work. That, that one time,
2: that's it. So, ladies, <laughs> be careful safe. about the airdrops you yeah, accept. So shit off if you want to see Mike's jump. Yeah. Jack and the beanstalk <laughs> is
1: always safer.
2: Burping the worm. That was a good one. Thank you. We're gonna upload that picture, y'all, to Facebook for sure. Yes, I have another kinky crime. I want you to know I have not
1: fry. signed any kind of a release on this next segment. I've not oh, given permission right, to yeah. be treated this way. I don't know what this yeah. is. Y'all? Yes. Payback's a motherfucker. Isn't it? Oh, first it's your it's handwritten, so I'm gonna have to read. Let me tell y'all Jim's let me writing. tell y'all what's going Damn.
2: on here. So we've Damn. got a game. We've got a game for Mike. Now what y'all don't ever see is our kind of pre-planning for these episodes. Yeah. So as most of you have probably figured out by now, Mike tries to be a little slick about yeah. sneaking stories in right. there. And, and <laughs> everything from that's, Earth, Earth Day and to the
3: rolls. That's right. So, uh,
2: not that that's you. right. But we're democratic around here. And hey, you know, we, the good thing is we've got an odd number of people. So we have right. a quorum. Right. And uh, so it's a, a yay or nay oh, so
1: on you're whether there's conspirators on this. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> well, I just you, wanted to make sure I was. You, what do you agree with you uh, or not I, me I, on something?
3: I agree. Uh, to be co conspiracy because <laughs>
2: payback's a bitch.
1: Okay, so you have you, you, have you just stick we don't even know about. Yeah. Okay.
2: Mike put in a story the other day on golf and he I put saw, steals the that. show I and it becomes
1: it. a crime.
2: I
3: heard <laughs> that. Stole
1: the PGA. Oh, should, did you see the response on Facebook about that? <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I you, know, know I you guys, know, but, you guys see. Certain things that you want to see, and then, yeah, yeah, and then of course, yeah. Of course, I have a real so, pulse. My story, of the pulse of the people. Yeah, and,
3: the, the pulse of not. Uh, so yeah. we have the pulse of everybody, but real life, real crime listeners.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what we've decided
2: to do, y'all, is I, if we we come up with a game for Mike, and um, this would be it, this is kind of in honor of our new sponsor which is Rosetta Stone Rosetta, Rosetta Stone, Stone and a uh, uh, pledge background. to teach woody English that's
3: yes, yeah, <laughs> that's right to me Kings English
2: so we're gonna call this Cajun connection and what we're gonna do is I'm going to I have on flashcards here I know y'all can't see but I have a last name in Cajun mm. that all Mike has to do is pronounce this last name I have 10 of them right if Mike gets Eight right, eight out of ten, and eight. these are common.
1: Okay, these are. In what game we've played have either you or Woody ever gotten eight out of ten right? I know,
2: a couple. Eighty of percent them. is a C. Yeah.
1: So eight, we're eight percent only asking, is actually a B minus. But uh, <laughs> well, but, but when usually. I was
2: in school, it was a C. They don't. They, they've dumbed yeah. it down yeah, now. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is eighty percent, eight out, eight out of ten. But if you get eight out of ten you get what we're going to call the veto power. So because Woody and I might veto some of your stories sometimes, you get the power to veto our veto and do any story you want. Oh, my If God. you get 80%. Jim and Chapman must be really be sure about these. he's <laughs> <Woody's> hoping. <laughs> now, I haven't figured out, because me and Woody have not conferred yet, on what we get if you don't get 80%. Yeah. We get to uh... – but I, what I will tell you is, it's not a trap, and every single one of these names is very common here in Louisiana. Right. So uh, I'm gonna spell it out. You cannot use your AI bullshit to try to.
1: Uh, do my, Cajun, I have any technology in my hands?
3: You don't need anything. No technology. We, in I my will hand. be fair, and, and Jim will be fair on because I can promise you, I know how to say Yeah, I'm, I'm I going it. to. I haven't even looked in at it, but I can promise you, I know. How to
1: say I'm gonna refer you to the actual contract, and that none of this shit matters. But let's listen to. <laughs> This bullshit, and so, and
2: so, I'm going to spell out the word so y'all can follow along. If you're if you're somewhere, you can write you can write it down. So you're showing you're showing. I'm me going to show man. you the word, and I'm going to spell it for the listeners. The first one I'm showing him, y'all, He's is G A U T H I E R. One of my first girlfriends, Gautier. No. Say it again, Gautier. Ah, Gautier. Gauthier.
1: Well. That's one. <laughs> there's, there's but, uh, a rather make famous, sure you can't see the back. Famous, the back. It's a rather famous designer. Yeah, hey, yeah but, hey, Don't make a shit. We're, we're talking about Louisiana. All right. Okay. Hey,
3: don't feel bad because you're incompetent. Here's, your, <laughs> here's your next one. Go shit. He's
1: I'm showing him. Go F yourself.
3: I'm showing him T R A H A N. I had a roommate at USL. Scott was his first name and a fraternity brother. I know
1: what you're gonna say, but it's not gonna be right. I know, which is why I'm not saying (laughs) Train (laughs) (laughs) Traha. Treha.
2: Treha. Treha. Or you could say it the way Woody just said it.
1: Treha. Even it ends all in an right. N. All, all right. right,
2: we're gonna we're gonna knock it down to you. Only have to get seventy percent. Yeah, he's already there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to find.
3: And yeah, these are like the easiest. All right. yeah. No,
1: what all this is doing is proving that, that this is a language of illiteracy.
3: I mean, had mate <laughs> a, a Pratt C E T who runs a casino in in, in uh, the other side of Louisiana. Now
1: that Pratt should be Doucette.
2: But, yep, that's we'll give him that. Actually, you give him that. Yeah, because it can be say it can it can be do set, but do say is say is, is even, even more they Cajun.
3: Too. But
2: we'll, or, give, we'll you give you one. that one. I got one. This one you got to get you can really good. This can one, get one you got to get. All right, y'all. I'm showing him L E B L A N C. Come on, bro. LeBlanc. Nope. Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the C S I. LeBlanc.
2: LeBlanc. LeBlanc, The C S <laughs> I. LeBlanc.
1: I. The, I bought my house from the Blancs. So you can't mess anymore, so can't miss right. anymore okay. from here
2: on out. All right. <laughs> this is such idiotic. C O R M I E. Yeah, very good. Oh, you, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, it. He got Cormier. That That's right.
3: Fight, I had another fraternity brother with that the last time. All right. Cormier. Keith Cormier. D-E-L-A-U-N-E. <laughs> I'm giving high five <laughs> to Jim on this one. You mean, hey Delaney, <laughs> Delon, Delon. the pronunciation. So you-
1: <laughs> okay? That one wasn't that far. Okay, so
3: it doesn't matter. I'm, you I'm get not it correct.
1: I'm not able to use any reasoning. You here because are there's pronunciation
3: no police. This is our turn we'll, to get it back.
1: We'll
2: media. go through. We'll go through the rest We're real
3: quick just fine. to see. I know Karen Ortolana's dying. B-O-U-B-O-R-E-R. Boudreaux, he got right. that one. that one. All
2: right, this one is my wife's maiden name. All right. O-L-I-V-I-E-R.
1: I know this. Olivier.
2: Very good. Olivier. Very, good. Very good. All right. You'll never right. get this one. G-R-A-N-I-E-R. Grainier. Right, yeah. Yes, you got yeah. that one. Very good.
1: What am I up to now? Well, you've already lost. This is no longer. But but it's fun.
2: We're teaching you Cajun French.
1: (laughs) L A B E T. There's a reason Rosetta Stone doesn't offer this language because it's not a language. (laughs) L A. -A -A -A.
2: That's right. I'm impressed. I didn't think you'd get that one. You still lost. All right. (laughs) I'm got to be close to seven now. No. F O R T I E R. Fortier. Very close. Forte. But (laughs) I, I would give you that one. B A R R I L L E A U S. Easy peasy. Barilo. What, say it again? Bariloo. That's right. Uh, you That's said, right. right.
3: The second time you said Barlow the first yeah, time. Yeah, but he got. Yeah. All right, we'll give it you. Time.
2: didn't do bad. You got yeah. six out of six out of them. Yeah. Wait, you wait, let six. me see how
3: many. Uh, I'll you supposed, show you the ones you missed. You were supposed to get, were supposed to get eight. When, well, and well, he that was your to arbitrary
1: seven. scoring system. You missed. one.
2: You missed Cormier.
3: No, I got
1: Cormier.
2: Oh, he missed Doucet. You missed LeBlanc. I got Doucet. Yeah,
3: I got got LeBlanc because I bought you missed Gosche. That's four. That's sixty percent. Okay, that is the
1: name of a French designer. I got that right. Uh, (laughs) This is the name of an actor from Friends. Yeah, uh, Matt LeBlanc. Not
3: in South
1: Louisiana. So, well, so during the I tried to get you during the inter- no when it's friends okay. when friends would run on television mm-hmm. in Louisiana and they would Very say cool. his name, they would the they, they wouldn't say the city. Absolutely, it would yeah. just be Matt, Matt LeBlanc. LeBlanc. That's, right. That's LeBlanc. what
3: they used to call him. And it's okay, to- LeBlanc. Mike, it's okay. It is
1: LeBlanc. He
3: is not Cajun, though. Mike, it's okay to be a loser.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he hates to lose.
1: I just. But you want some cages. I like, Cajun I like competing in games that are fair. <laughs> I do <don't laughs> oh, hey, uh, Thank you Jim Chapman
3: kind of... for whipping that one up. And we got a prize <laughs> yeah, coming to us, I don't know what it is. Still a yeah, We, vice big, president you know, of we games. get the veto of one of his stories, right? That's the prize.
2: <laughs> well, we veto it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was giving no. him the power to hit with
3: anyway. the ding 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 ding, I'm breaking roll news or whatever. Yeah.
2: We'll give you a. We'll give you a, another we game next week. We broke that
1: story, and every <laughs> yes. major newspaper, cable chat news channel, yeah. everyone else covered it after. That All was right. fun. That, right. was, that fun. was
3: great. And look, hey, we appreciate I want to say we love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. Wait a minute, I have another story. Oh shit, here it comes. No, I know. Yeah, I do. I want to
1: do a little story on Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, uh, we're vetoing you now. (laughs) There's a veto. (laughs) Veto. He's a veto. Sorry. The the Gates Epstein story is unimportant. Thank y'all
3: so much for liking, and listening, and
1: sharing. (laughs) Please, Woody has been to Epstein Island. He and Bill Clinton went in like 2006. uh, (laughs) Anyway, the Lolita Express, where Woody
3: had. Thank y'all very much for liking and sharing please continue to do so yeah. our numbers are great with, thank you um,
2: for interacting on facebook yes too. yes yes we yes, love we love,
3: we love it when y'all ride mike's oh, ass. oh shit and, yeah and so keep doing that mike have i think one fan out of millions one and a half <laughs> she's pregnant <laughs> and she has an italian s name right <laughs> or surname. but thank you so much and yeah. you know, i'm blessed to be here with these guys um I mean, we we're blessed to get to do what we do. And Amen. We couldn't do it without y'all. I love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. Go to uh, Cor- Corporal Sean Kelly's benefit on June yep. 3rd if you get a chance. And thank you so much. Yep. And until next time, I'm
2: Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Everton.
1: And I'm Mike Agavina. You're lo- the loser. <laughs> your host of Under protest.
2: real life, real crime daily.
0: Peace. Share business.